Because the winter has been so warm so far this year, I think we've been thinking early spring. But you still may want to hold off if you plan on frost seeding this year. I'm Stephanie Hoff for the Midwest Farm Report, and this is the advice from Kevin Shelley. He's with the Division of Extension Nutrient and Pest Management Program and specializes in cover crops. He says, as always, unique weather conditions are going to dictate whether or not you'll be successful in putting in a cover crop this time of year. And for folks who may not have considered this practice before, he tells us what frost seeding is. Well, frost seeding generally refers to broadcast seeding on the surface seed during a period of time where we have a lot of freezing and thawing. So at night, we we dip down below the freezing point, and then during the day, uh, we get back up above freezing. And so there's kind of some shrinking and swelling of the soil at the surface, and this tends to cause cracking. And so uh, we can apply that seed to the surface of the soil, usually with some sort of a spinner spreader. It's been done to some extent while applying fertilizer, but more often something mounted on a three-point of a tractor or on an uh, ATV or UTV, and it just broadcasts, spins it out in a broadcast fashion to the surface of the soil. And then the seed kind of falls down into those cracks and crevices, and that freezing and thawing action helps to achieve the seed-to-soil contact that we need for germination and establishment. Is that a common practice in Wisconsin? It's more common maybe in uh, with pasture management, something, a perennial pasture where we're not, we don't tend to have tillage, and um, we want to improve the the complement of the species in the in the pasture, maybe get some legumes into that grass like red clover or white clovers or alfalfa, although trials have suggested that alfalfa doesn't work quite as well. We really need a species that is a little more rapid to establish and a little bit hardy from the get-go. So medium red clover tends to work well in that situation. Another area where I've done some work is in winter wheat. So we plant the winter wheat in the fall, and that's going to go dormant over winter. And in the spring, just about the time it's coming out of dormancy, we might be getting a lot of those uh, freeze-thaw conditions, and we can broadcast seed medium red clover. This has been the species that has been the most useful with the intent of having a cover crop established after the wheat is harvested in, in July. What time of year does it typically happen, this freeze-thaw? sounds almost like it aligns with the maple syrup season. Yeah, and, you know, maple syrup is uh, actually pretty early this year. It's gotten started already here in February, and um, I'm just a little apprehensive that I think it's a little bit too early. Uh, If we're talking about clover, that will germinate at a temperature of uh, 34 to 38, and so we could get that going, and then there's the risk of having another hard freeze or maybe some snow and ice. Those would be things that would be a little hard on that establishing clover cover crop. So I'd, I'd rather see uh, a farmer wait getting into March, pretty much any time into March. Sometimes uh, if we still have snow through March, we can get it done in early April. Good conditions become a little less likely, but we've, we've done a fair amount of frost seeding in very early April. You know, what are the benefits of frost seeding or broadcasting that seed across the ground during a, a freeze-thaw period? What I've talked about so far is planting into another 
established crop, like a pasture that has grasses and maybe some legumes, and we don't want to till that up or we don't want to spray it off because we've got something established. We just want to improve it. And with winter wheat, obviously, we've got that. Uh, We planted that in the fall, and we're just uh, making uh, arrangements to have something grow predominantly after that wheat is harvested because we still have about 40% of the growing season remaining after uh, wheat harvest. So, you know, those don't really provide an opportunity to do tillage and seeding in a more conventional way where we get the seed down into the ground. So that's that's why we would look to frost seeding there. There may be some opportunities to frost seed something like cereal rye during the, the course of the winter to have it grow early in the spring ahead of maybe a corn or soybean crop to have just that early spring cover crop, protect the soil against some of those really early rains or, or even a, a, a snow melt uh, and runoff situation. But it's going to take a while for that rye to establish in the, in the spring, and we don't have a lot of experience with that. Theoretically, it might germinate and get going. Getting into May, we'll have some significant growth, but we just haven't done a lot of that. The little bit that has been done on farms that I'm aware of has not had that much success. Are you concerned at all about the unseasonably warm weather and what this might mean for growers in the in the spring? It's reminding me a little bit too much of 2012, where we had a very warm March, uh, early spring. I know of a couple of cases where first crop hay was harvested before the you know the corn planting even started. So, and we ended up with drought conditions in 2012. But following up with the drought that we had in much of Wisconsin in 2023, and still going into 2024 with some dry conditions, that does cause me to worry a little bit. But um, anything can happen, really. Is there anything in particular this year? that would benefit someone to think about putting a cover crop in in March? Well, there's been a little bit of a trend to planting covers in the fall, uh, not a frost seeding situation, but in late October or November with the intent of having it over winter and have some spring growth, again, to protect the soil from erosion and to add some organic matter for soil health purposes. And then to plant green into that cover crop, plant corn or soybeans, no-till into the, the green and growing cover crop, and then terminating that cover sometime after the planting and or the commodity crop starts to grow. And with the dry conditions we had last year, that really caused some problems on a lot of farms if they waited too long to terminate because the rye cover crop depleted soil moisture and the, the corn or soybeans suffered. I think if farmers are interested in doing that, and there are still some, they're, they're going to look at probably an earlier termination of that cover crop. Another thing I could think of is getting back to this idea of frost seeding red clover into winter wheat. It could provide a, another source of forage for that late summer. If we're short on hay or forages in general, it might provide an opportunity to harvest some additional forage. When we frost seed medium red clover into winter wheat, to have success with that practice, we need to have good management on the wheat so that the red clover does not compete with the wheat. We want to have timely planting of wheat in the fall. We want to have a good stand going into the winter and coming out of dormancy in the spring. We want to make sure we have our fertility 
where it needs to be and with uh, nitrogen applications in the spring so that we optimize that winter wheat growth. Then there's always variability and some risk with these practices, but the objective is to have that clover germinate early in the season, establish, and just kind of hang in there underneath the wheat canopy. And once the wheat is harvested, then the, the red clover cover crop hits the ground running. It's It's been established and it's it's ready to go. Now, if we have a season like we had in 2012, that's very dry, that clover has not always survived under that wheat canopy. It, it just didn't compete at all. And so uh, we, need to, we do need to have some moisture for it, but there still would be a chance to, you know, maybe have a little bit of additional forage if everything works out with that clover cover crop. Kevin Shelley along with us with the ins and outs of planting a cover crop in the early spring. As we heard, there are a few different ways that you can utilize frost seeding on your farm in the next month or so. Kevin specializes in cover crops with the Division of Extension Nutrient and Pest Management Program, working primarily in the southern half of the state. For the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Stephanie Hoff.